What's going on, people? I would like to welcome all of you to another Q on One edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And with the Q on Ones, what I like to do is interview people. Sometimes they can be local entrepreneurs, or they could be someone um, who's doing their thing worldwide. Well, wait a minute. I guess you would consider this a Q on Two podcast. Hmm. Anyway. It's an opportunity for you to get to know these people up and close and learn their story and what gave them the passion to do what they do or provide the type of service they provide. So please sit back and enjoy the show and please be encouraged to share. A lot of people, including myself, kind of do their thing by word of mouth, you know, so the more you spread the knowledge about the show, then the more people who can tune in and grow this thing and make it bigger. And it also gives more support for the people who I bring on the show who are looking to get their product or services out to the masses. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right. So my listeners know that I don't watch a ton of reality TV, but I do keep up with pop culture on the regular. I mean, it's kind of hard to be a good society and culture podcaster with unlimited scope, right? Well, my guests will be featured on the October 15th airing of the WE show called Broadzillas. It's a very popular show that first debuted back in 2004. Residing in the Empire State of New York, please welcome Hillary and Simone Grealis to the Talk to Q radio show. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Howdy, everybody. So glad to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time. So, Hillary, let me start with you. First of all, how did the two of you meet? Uh, we met when I was actually playing uh, women's professional football, and uh, she happened to have been the uh, the manager, the team manager. So that's how I met Simone. And how long ago was that? Uh, we met <laughs> we met the summer of 2013. It was around like June, July, 2013. I remember. Okay, so, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I happened to have been running late for practice that day, and I just remember, like, running to the field, and uh, she turned toward me, and she was smiling. I was running toward the field, and I said, hey, you mind holding my keys for me? And she was like, yeah, sure, and I just, and, you know, I guess that's the first encounter I remember having with her. (laughs) All right, who knew that holding keys would lead to this? So (laughs) now she holds to my heart. Uh, check that out. Okay. So, all right. Now, fast forward and you decide, okay, we're going to get married. And all of a sudden, the whole Bridezilla idea popped into someone's head. So, Simone, let me ask you, what made you all decide to give Bridezillas a try as opposed to just a, a private ceremony? Um, It was like, why not? You know, it's like um, even the start of our planning of our wedding, like, was a disaster honestly I mean it was just it was awful so we were having like we it was just it was bad so it's like why not why not showcase how horrible how 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 the what would you say you know like it was just this drama seems to to follow some I mean from the beginning from the beginning like we're engaged oh here goes the issue oh we want to start like planning our wedding oh here's the issue so um, with that, why not film it? Why not? You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you get accepted to do the show, which is an accomplishment within itself. 
But Hillary, did you know going into this that you two were the first African American lesbian couple on the show? I mean, what does that mean to you all? I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not really sure about the history of the show. Um, as far as like you know other couples, I'm not sure if we're exactly the first. But knowing that we're able to like display our love and like just you know be a representation of the LGBT community, I think that means a lot. Okay, so let's talk about the LGBT community. And Simone, let me ask you this. Do you feel that as a lesbian couple that you two get the same moral support as heterosexual couples do? No, we don't get accepted the same at all. Like, I mean, I feel like that was a major struggle, like even down to the first time that we encountered our um, a chef that we wanted to cook for us. You know, she invited us into her home because she's a private chef to cook for um for me and my fiance, right, which is Hillary, my sister, who was the wedding planner at first, which if when you watch the show, you'll see how that all unfolds. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she set it up for us, all that good stuff. We walk in and, you know, she's saying hi to everybody. And then she meets me and she's like, oh, you know, you're the bride. Where's your fiance? And it's like, hello. My fiance walked in like right before me. She's right there. And so after that, um, she did let us, you know, continue with the tasting and all that other stuff, but um, we did not hear from her after that, and we actually were interested in using her because her food was good, even though, like, we had that, you know, hiccup, but she didn't want to, she didn't want to work with us, so it's not the same at all. Mm. I mean, and, like, you know, black people are already listed as minorities in the U.S. Black women are double minorities. So black lesbians, I would assume, would be considered a triple minority. I mean, you know, people are drawing assumptions about you from the moment you two walk in the room. Like you said, they didn't didn't even expect that the two of you were a couple. And so, Hillary, Mm -hmm. do you deal with being profiled as a person, not just because of your color or gender, but because of your sexual orientation as well? Well, yeah, I mean, definitely, because, I mean, I don't, I'm not the ultra feminine woman. So, Yes, people look at me and and they'll make assumptions. Some people are a little bit more open minded and they'll you know they'll they'll show their curiosity. They'll say, "Hey, well, I just don't want to assume." But but yeah, uh, I'm I'm not as sensitive as some people. Personally speaking, I'm unapologetically woman. So you know, I'm a woman in in, in all forms, fashion. I'm not trying to be a man. You know. So, yeah, sometimes I do see uh, how people may discriminate just based on how I look, you know. But the way I look at that is that's that's their problem. <laughs> they need help, a little counseling. <laughs> so, Simone, despite the legality of gay marriage today, I mean, does it feel as if people aren't really accepting of same-sex parenting? Um, I mean, I know sometimes people may see a Cheerios commercial or something with same-sex couple and they flip out when they see a kid involved. I mean, so what about the same-sex parenting aspect of it? You know, it's sad because, um, of course, we want to be mommies. And, you know, that's... Two mommies are better than one. Yeah, two mommies are better than one. Sorry. But, but yeah, like, we definitely, you know, are ready to take that journey. And it's sad because it is scary, too, because our kids, We'll have two moms, and I don't want them to – well, my kids, our kids aren't going to school, but I'm just saying, like, if it is a typical child or whatever going to school, all that good stuff, I'll just say that I wouldn't want my child to be like, oh, is that your auntie? Is that such and such? Is that – no, 
that's my child's mother. So I don't, this world, I don't know. Everybody just needs to get it together. I don't, I mean, it's awful. It's really awful. It's 2020 and it's still an issue. It's still an issue. But like me, when I see a same-sex um, couple that have the kids and everything else like that, of course, me, I rejoice. I'm like, I want to know them. I want, you know, I, I just want to know everything, you know. I want to embrace them in, in every way I can, you know, because it's like you are doing what I want to do one day, you know what I'm saying? And y'all don't care. You are living your life. You are raising your kids. So it's a lot. It's a lot, you know. It really is. Okay, so let me ask you this question that just popped in my head, and maybe this can educate a lot of people out there. A lot of people seem to assume that same-sex parents raise their children, I guess I guess groom them to be same-sex parents someday themselves, you know? And, I mean, isn't it just two people who just happen to be of the same gender who are raising their children? I mean, isn't that basically what it is like anybody else in the world? Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, parenting is parenting. Everybody has their different parenting styles, but yes, I, I agree along the line that you know we are not, we are not, we would not sit there and say, "Hey, your parents are gay, you have to be gay." It's like, no, we're like everybody else. We want to we want to raise our children with values and morals, and we want our kids to be ultimately good people. You know, genuine at heart and are courteous. So, you know, I think. I think everybody wants the same for their child. You know, they just want their children to be healthy, successful, respectful, you know, and live a full life. We just have to work harder to, like, accomplish that. What will make us work harder? To actually get to motherhood. Oh, I was going to say parenting is hard. No, not parenting, but actually to get to motherhood. What do you mean by that? Okay, so, yeah, yeah, I'm going to ask the same thing. I'm just saying, I mean, I know that people are like, you know, I mean, several women have their own struggles. A lot of heterosexual women have to go through IVF and all that other good stuff. But as far as being a lesbian couple, it is a lot. Because, yes, no matter what, you have to go to the opposite sex in some way to become a mother. You get what I'm saying? So, therefore, it's harder. It is harder. It's not like we're in... A relationship? No, no, no. I'm hard. just saying. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, you know, I mean, to science is science. It's, it's hard making a baby. Period. It is. Who you are? For some people, it's easy to make a baby. So you know, parenting is hard. No two. There's no one a right way to parent your child. But even to find a donor, to to sit there and like get somebody to actually be willing. Some people have people around them who are, you know, ready to give them a baby. So I'm just saying. I mean. I'm just trying to follow what you're saying here. So, I mean, despite all your successes in the business world, do you feel as if people allow that to be overshadowed by your sexual preference? I mean, is that what people define you as rather just as, than just as a person? Well, I know for me in the business world, business is business. Um, you know, as far as business concerns, the sexuality part is, is, is typically not a part of that. Although sometimes people might be drawn to us because we are a lesbian couple in business. That happens a lot. All right. Last question on, on this topic. But so Hillary, and if you're the president, you know, all right, you're President Hillary, and uh, we almost had a President Hillary uh, four years ago. But that's another story. Uh, so you're President Hillary. In your opinion, what can be done to help bring about change when it comes to lesbian rights and forward movement? You know, what would you implement? What? Uh, from a from a lesbian perspective in the whole LGBT community, lesbians need to come together. 
You know, I, I notice that there's a lot of dissension within the lesbian community, whereas I don't see that too much in the gay. So it's interesting that even though we're all one community, there's definitely dissension between the gays and the lesbians. So it seems like within the LGBT community, things are more gay, like toward the men. But when it comes to women, there's not much more spotlight as compared to the guys. And so I just think women need to come together a little bit more within the community. All right. Well, you know, I truly appreciate you two sharing your feelings on those questions. Uh, However, I do want to get back to Bridezilla, and then we'll get ready to wrap things up. So, Simone, what was it like to constantly have cameras in your face during everyday events during the filming of Bridezilla's? Well, honestly, after, like, the first day, I forgot about them, like, seriously, like, because you just, you're always busy, you know, it's always something to do. So they literally, like, you forget about them. I can see how reality TV stars or whatever, like, just go about their day because you forget about them being there. Like, even with having at one point we had, like, two different crews there. So that's, like, almost 40 people. You really forget about them because you're, like, you have something going on. (laughs) What about you, Simone? Was it the same way for you? Did you just kind of forget the camera was there? I mean, they have a way of just being in the cut, as they would say. So, Yes, a lot of times after a while, you don't even realize they're there. And and so you're definitely getting the the real deal, the real life. So, Hillary, are are you afraid of how you'll be portrayed when this airs or how Simone will be portrayed? I mean, is there any concern of the editing process that, you know, they may use to make either of you look bad? Uh, Well, for me, I understand how TV works. And so, you know, when I sign that paper, you know, I kind of, put myself out. I'm a little anxious. I'm excited. <laughs> However, you know, it is what it is. Like I told all my people that came through it, whatever happens, it's all for TV. At the end of the day, it's it's entertainment, you know? You two are a lot more courageous than I am. I'd be scared as I'll get out. I won't even lie. So, Simone, how hard is it to plan a wedding for a cable TV show? I mean, did doing the show allow you to have access to professional services or did you two still have to kind of do everything on your own? Well, the planning and everything, it was on our own. And actually, it was harder because, like, um, our original plans, a lot of them had to be changed because production could not film. And so if production was not allowed to film, then, therefore, we couldn't go. Like, if no go for us, <laughs> production can't go. So um, that sucks a lot. Um, even, like, with the timing of, like, filming and stuff like that, a lot of stuff we weren't allowed to do, even um, even down to our limo. Like, I didn't see the limo until the day of, and you'll see that. I mean, mm. yeah, it, it was crazy. Now, as far as, like, because we did, we had our wedding in Atlanta, and since we started, like, a few of our businesses in Atlanta, we knew a lot of people that end up stepping in and helping, like, as far as publicists and stuff like that to link us with certain people. But, no, everything was on us. It, they actually made it a little bit harder like to plan the wedding. Yeah, cuz it took up it took up a lot of time. I mean, if there was anything that we needed to do last minute concerning the wedding, there was no way we personally between Simone and I would be able to get it done. It would have to have been like, oh, somebody else has to do it because there was very very little downtime outside of filming. I mean, the days were running long like 12, 14 hour days. They were running pretty long. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> All right. So 
I know that we can't spoil any part of the show, but um, and this is for either of you who wants to answer, but what can my listeners who tune into the show on October 15th expect to see from the two of you? I mean, what will make this episode stand out? Well, our tagline that we just found out yesterday is Hot Mess Express for our wedding, Hot Mess Express. <laughs> so, um, and like I, when we started the interview, like I said, it like from the beginning, it was, I mean, I get it. It was a Hot Mess Express. So, um, I mean, just lots of drama. Drama, drama, And I drama. can say that, like, unfortunately, it is a lot of, I mean, it's real. It's real. I don't know how they're going to edit it, but it is real. So, I don't, what would you say? What can they expect? Drama. Hot yeah, mess. They can expect drama. They can expect uh, some tears, some laughs, maybe some falling out here and there. Yeah. No high-speed chases or nothing, but something close. And I'm sure a lot of people won't like me after this show, but I honestly don't care. I don't care because even, like, a piece of, like, the little commercial little bits that they're showing, it's, like, one part, I was having a personal conversation with my best friend, and then the camera crew just popped up on us, and so it was like, oh, wow, you really got that. You know, so, of course, I seem like I'm being out of pocket, but I was that was a personal moment with me and my best friend. So, <laughs> but we end up getting it. So it was, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people won't like me after the show, but I, I don't care. I don't. Yeah, there are no secrets in reality TV. <laughs> they get everything. I believe you 100% on that. And so, <laughs> well, I truly appreciate the uh, the two of you taking the time to to join this Q on two edition of the Talk to Q Radio Show. Are you two on social media? Like, where can my listeners find you? Do you have links to your business? Yes. Um, my business is Fluff Couture. It's F-L-U-F-F-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. And then so that's every platform. And then also we have our joint Instagram and team, Gree Ellis. That's team, G-R-E-I-L-L-I-S. I'm, I'm also an entrepreneur as well. I do uh, – custom button as well as screen printed t-shirts and other custom apparel and you can find me on instagram at usa custom buttons again that's usa custom buttons all right and i'll be sure to, to post a link to all of that on the talk to show page and so again i appreciate you all taking the time and you know there's a lot of work to be done that needs to be done as far as social justice in this country and equality. And, you know, that's that's including myself. You know, I have a lot I need to work on. But I appreciate you ladies educating us all today and providing an example for those in the LGBT community, you know, who are looking to move forward. And I thank you all for the candid discussion and your time. And um, I can't wait to see the show. All right. Likewise. Thank you so much. And that's going to do it for this T2Q podcast. Go to TalkToQ.com, and that way you can sign up for the email newsletter and be alerted to new shows as they come out. I'm on Twitter at TalkToQ, and that's Talk, the number two Q. So I want to thank all of you for listening to this podcast of T2Q, and I'll see you next time.